On today's episode, we are going to take a look at one of my favorite stocks out right now, and that is GameStop. Just kidding, just kidding. Today, we are not taking a look at GameStop. We're going to take a look at Microsoft. They just reported earnings, and the stock price is up a nice amount. So I wanted to do a quick overview on their earnings. So let's get started. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the thumbs up and the subscribe button. And don't forget to get your free stock on Webull. The link is down below. So like I mentioned, today we're going to take a look at Microsoft. They just reported earnings. And Microsoft is one of a boring company, I want to say, that I've been talking about a lot in this channel. This is a tier one stock for me. And to be honest, most of my tier ones are usually smaller companies. So Microsoft I think, is the biggest tier one stock in my portfolio and I'm really happy to own it. So today, let's do a little closer look at their earnings. All right, so for those that are too busy looking at GameStop right now after hours, after Elon Musk made that tweet, let me just show you what's happening with Microsoft. So this is ticker MSFT, for those that don't know, after hours is sitting at $242 with up 4.16% after reporting earnings. It's been going up and down. I've seen a bit about 5, 6% and it's down as about 2% gains. Um, So we can see it has been a bit volatile after hours. So the market cap is about $1.76 trillion. And now with this gain, they'll probably be closer to like 1.8, 1.9. If we take a quick look at technicals for Microsoft, this is pretty interesting. I've been saying this about a lot of large cap companies that they've been pretty quiet since either July, September. We can see Microsoft has been pretty quiet. It has been very volatile going up and down, but it's pretty much just been sitting around these prices of these low $200. Today was the first time we saw it actually break out of this out of the ceiling that it had and now after hours it actually broke above it so I, I we've seen this with i forgot what was the other big company netflix netflix if we take a look at it was kind of trading similar way so netflix right had this kind of trend happening um, and then it broke out it actually pulled back a little bit but a lot of these big giants have actually have, have but a lot of these big giants have been pretty quiet and after earnings have reported they've jumped up and gapped up a nice amount and tomorrow we have apple we'll see if if that trend continues so for those that don't know microsoft is pretty much broken down into three segments and revenue is almost equally spread out among the three so revenue this this quarter was about 43.1 billion dollars for microsoft that was up 17 percent compared to the same time last year so the first one was productivity and business process that makes up 13.4 billion and that was up 13 percent one of the biggest winners right now was the intelligent cloud which was 14.6 percent and that is up 23 percent compared to same time last year strong growth there and this is i I believe the last two this on intelligent cloud and more personal computing more personal computing is up 15 is 15.1 billion dollars and that's up 14 percent in the previous quarter we saw that both microsoft and analysts were are kind of not bearish but not as bullish in the intelligent cloud or in the personal computing they mentioned that they were going to kind of see a, a bit of not as high growth and this quarter they came out and they showed that they are still seeing strong growth in intelligent clouds and still seeing strong growth in the more personal computing and these i want to say are the two major reasons this stock price is up after hours gross margins for this company is about 67 percent 
operating income for this company is 42 percent that's earnings before interest and taxes of 42 percent for such a high for such a big company i think it's very very impressive net uh, net income is 15.5 billion and that is up 33 percent compared to same time last year a few highlights about earnings they did mention that they gave about 10 billion back to shareholders up 18 percent compared to same time last year they did about 5.8 billion in repurchase of shares they also did about 4.2 billion dollars in dividend to me i mean one of the biggest things I, I talk about in this channel is i'm a huge advocate for cash flow from operations and microsoft is one of those that just pretty much prints out cash cash flow from operations is 12.5 billion dollars that is up 17 percent and a huge portion is up because of the amount of cash that they get from their clouding business they have free cash flow of about 8.3 billion dollars that's after they pay everything for their new equipment or new advancements that they want to do for the company so now if we take a look at the revenue segment I personally am more bullish in the intelligent cloud and the more personal computing. Um, The productivity and business process is also pretty fun, but I do believe the intelligent cloud and personal computing are my favorite. So in the productivity and business process, the revenue there grew about 13% compared to the same time last year. It was mainly driven by the Office 365 and LinkedIn. Office 365 grew their subscribers 28% compared to the same time last year. Now they have about 47.5 million subscribers LinkedIn revenue grew about 23% compared to the same time last year. More people are using LinkedIn right now, and their overall engagement grew about 30% compared to the same time last year. So LinkedIn is becoming a place where there's a lot more eyes. When there's more eyes there, there's a lot more advertisement. More advertisement there comes with more revenues. They also have the dynamic side there that grew about 21% compared to the same time last year. And Dynamic 365 revenue grew 39% compared to the same time last year. For those that are not familiar with their Dynamic service, their Dynamic service is their CRM. So it's like their customers relations management and also their ERP products. So these are pretty much products that companies use to kind of understand how their enterprise is doing, how their customers are reacting to their products. Now, if we take a look at Intelligent Cloud, Intelligent Cloud is up 23%, mainly huge growth by Azure here. Azure was the biggest driving force here. So server products and cloud service revenue grew 26%. This makes me very bullish because I'm happy with AMD. I'm happy with NVIDIA. I'm happy with all these clouding stocks or infrastructure as a service that those companies provide. And if we're seeing boost in cloud, servers i do believe we're also going to see a boost in those companies that provide the equipment for them azure grew 50 percent compared to same time last year and this is where analysts believe this was going to be a huge drop for the company they expected about 40 i think it was like in the low 40 percent growth on azure but we can see it's actually 50 percent and down here they show us the growth that it has seen in the past quarter in quarter one of 2021 which was the previous quarter it grew 48 percent the quarter before that was 47 percent and a lot of people were saying that hey these were during the COVID situations um so cloud growth was going to be very strong there and now this quarter two of 2021 we've seen a lot more people ease up on on lockdowns going back to work that we were going to see a decrease in clouding but no we actually saw stronger growth compared to those previous quarters and that to me is showing that this bullishness of intelligent cloud is not just a covid it's not a covid play right it's a play for the future and 
I, I believe in that and continue will continue to invest invest in the cloudy market next if we take a look at more personal computing more personal computing we see strong growth windows oem non-pro revenue is up 24 percent windows commercial products are up 10 percent service the surface revenue is about two billion dollars right now where same time last year was about 1.97 billion dollars the biggest growth right now is coming from the gaming department so this quarter gaming grew xbox content and service revenue grew 40 percent compared to same time last year a quarter of growth was also pretty strong growing 30 percent and when this whole COVID situation started obviously more people were playing games it saw 65 percent growth and right now one of the biggest driving forces are the overall new gaming system that they have and just more people playing games right now this total more personal revenue like i mentioned grew 14 percent, and it was driven mainly by gaming one of the another thing that investors or analysts were worried about was that this gaming with the new consoles new consoles usually have very very low margins so analysts expected the low mar- um these new consoles to really affect the margins of the company but it hasn't affected as much as they as they thought it would so we can see here the segment operating margins narrowed to about 35 percent from 40 percent following the introduction of two xbox video game consoles analysts originally thought that the margins were going to drop all the way to 26 percent so even with the new consoles coming out and those having very lower margins the overall margins in the gaming segment has not really been affected so in this most recent quarter xbox hardware revenue grew 86 percent and i'm pretty sure most of it it has to do with the constraints on the uh on inventory right now right we're seeing them sold out anywhere so it's not like people are not buying it it's just they don't have enough to supply the people that want it xbox content services grew 40 percent compared same time last year mainly driven by third-party titles but also by the xbox game pass subscription for those that don't know this xbox game pass subscription is their netflix type of thing for video games and it has done really amazing and i see a lot of people talking great news about this segment normally i do take some time to look at the balance sheet but microsoft we mentioned is has strong positive cash flow from operations they have about 132 billion dollars of cash 132 billion dollars of total cash or cash equivalents and the amount of long-term debt that they have is not even half of that they actually have unearned revenues of about 30 billion dollars this is money that's gonna end up once they provide the service it's gonna end up in that assets it's gonna be taken off as a liability so microsoft strong cash flow from operations strong margins this company is is just growing all around for such a giant and will stay a tier one stock in my portfolio now let's take a look at this tweet by investing city and they mentioned assuming a 12 percent growth next year which is very very possible for microsoft right this quarter they saw 17 percent. so i do believe they can achieve 12 percent growth next year and they achieve 42 percent earnings before interest and taxes margins which is exactly what they reported now obviously if they have more clouding service revenue next year their margins are going to increase obviously they're going to be selling less less consoles so their margins are also going to increase microsoft is trading at 23 times one year forward earnings before interest and taxes that is what it's actually trading right now so the market is roughly the same so even though the stock price has jumped up four percent it's actually selling at the same type of valuation if we take a look at the forward earnings before interest and taxes and um that to me 
makes me pretty excited about the company. So now my thoughts on Microsoft right now. So Microsoft for me will maintain a tier one stock in my portfolio. That means in this upcoming year of 2021, I'm gonna continue to buy, increase my overall exposure of the company. I have no thoughts whatsoever, none whatsoever of selling Microsoft. What I am kind of debating myself is if tomorrow I should increase my exposure a little bit more onto Microsoft, just because I do have a bit of cash at hand right now that's kind of just sitting and not doing anything. And even with this type of growth and the future type of valuation, it's pretty much sitting at the similar type of market cap level. So that's my debate right now. Let me know what your thoughts are. Are you guys planning on buying? Are you guys planning on selling? And let me say, I don't think there's a right answer. It's just all depending on the type of investor, the type of trader that you are. For me, I'm gonna continue to hold. I'm gonna continue to buy. So make sure to subscribe, make sure to hit the thumbs up. So take care guys, have a good night and see you next time.